Welcome to the Main Street to the World podcast, your passport to boundless travel inspiration and adventure. Brought to you by Coasters and Castles Travel, our podcast takes you on an exhilarating journey through a world of destinations and experiences. From the enchantment of Disney destinations and the thrills of Universal Studios parks and resorts, to the elegance of luxury travel and the tranquility of all-inclusive beach resorts. We delve into the diverse realms of travel. Join us as we explore the globe, sharing insights on theme park vacations, cruising, destination weddings, family travel, special needs travel, and so much more. Let your wanderlust be ignited and your horizons expanded as we unlock the treasures of travel together. And the hosts of the podcast are... Hi everyone, I'm April. I'm one of the owners of Coasters and Castles Travel and I love talking with you every week to tell you about our travel experiences and our opinions and recommendations. And I'm the proud mom of two kids that uh, love to travel with me. And hey everybody, I'm Whitney Maddox. Um, I have been a travel advisor with Coasters and Castles for seven years now. And um, I'm a homeschooling mom of two girls, so I always love to incorporate all that when we are in our travels. And we try to get down to Disney and other places every few months here and uh, keep all the good content coming to you so we can keep you updated on everything going on. And I'm Lynn. I'm the other owner of Coasts and Castles Travel. And I'm uh, kind of taking over the travel bug from my dad. My dad loved to travel. And never expected to be doing this in my life but this is where my path has has brought me we are you know exploring the world at this point now we started with areas we knew and checking out new destinations all the time and and happy to share that welcome back to the main street to the world podcast we do want to thank you for those likes shares and subscriptions and um just a reminder to make sure to check out the youtube channel April is going to be having some new stuff coming up soon, I believe. Mm-hmm. And be sure to check out the blog on Main Street to the World, as well as our Facebook page. So tonight we have some guests with us. We have Amy Flanagan, who is a senior vacation specialist with Coasts and Castles Travel. And we have Robin Wright, who is a vacation specialist with Coasts and Castles Travel. Welcome back, ladies. Hello. Hi, thank you. Glad to be here. So we are excited to have them back. They've both been on before. And mm-hmm. uh, today we're going to talk about a very special experience that they had. We're going to talk about uh, Beaches, Turks, and Caicos because they both had separate instances that they were able to go on a familiarization trip to get to know that resort better so that they could better help their clients. So we'll kind of alternate asking you guys questions um, and maybe just kind of go to the other one to see if they have anything to add just so that uh, we don't have to have um, same questions, but we'll go to both of you. Um, so I am going to start a little bit with some of the protocols and, and I will caveat that by saying that they did travel a little while ago. So protocols may have changed since they went. Um, but Amy, what was it like for you with the protocols going? Um, I, you know, it was um, a little nerve wracking, making sure that I had everything in place. Um, But I feel like I was very prepared. um, And everything went very, very smoothly. So, you know, I made sure to do um, an extra test so that if my flight got delayed, then I was covered and wouldn't have to be scrambling and panicking or potentially canceling my vacation. So, um, that was a nice um, feeling of security to have that backup 
Um, but everything when we got there with in terms of the paperwork and all, um, I felt like it went very smoothly and um, I felt very safe with the, the protocols that they had in place um, because it was, as you said earlier, um, back when things were, you know, it was before, um, you know, things had gotten a little bit better. So, yep. Okay. And how about Robin for you? What was it like for you with the protocols? I went back in May and I also had clients that went in July. So it was nice to be able to go to be able to tell people, you know, kind of what the what the checklist was, because it is a lot. And that's one thing traveling internationally. Now, you really need to know what the rules and regulations are because they're changing daily. But once you kind of get everything figured out, it's it's not too bad. It's just definitely make a checklist and make sure you have everything correct because uh, we did see people that didn't get to get on the plane because they didn't have the right paperwork. And then once you get on the plane, they give you your custom stuff and you have to use your passport number multiple times. So that was one thing nice that I could tell my clients to go ahead and write everyone and their family down and all their information so you don't have to pull it out and risk losing it. And so that was kind of a nice thing to be able to go on my own so that I can help my clients better. But once you kind of get yeah, everything yeah. checked off, it, it wasn't too bad. The process was fairly easy. Okay. Uh, I know right now, I, I believe I just heard that Turks is requiring vaccination. So I'm not sure if they required it when you went, but it is, I believe they are requiring that now. So that's uh, uh, one of the latest protocols. Yes, they are requiring it now. They did not when we went. We just had to have negative COVID tests. But you also have to get online for the Turks and Caicos travel authorization and fill out the form there um, to be able to go into the country. And that's something that a lot mm-hmm. of people may not know about. Yeah. So did you have having a travel advisor? <laughs> Absolutely. Now, did you have to pay any fee for the travel form? Um, and was there any additional paperwork that you had to complete? Or is it just the online travel form? No, you just had to be approved. But uh, some people, it took minutes. I had clients and everybody in their party of 12 was approved except for one. And it took her oh, over wow. 48 hours to get hers. So you have a, approved oh. and it has a QR code. And that's what you have to show them to get on the plane. And there was um, the additional charge because part of the travel authorization paperwork was you had to have some um, supplemental insurance. Mm -hmm. Um, In our case, um, the Sandals is giving out the included insurance for clients. But for us uh, traveling as travel agents, we didn't have that covering our whole time. So we did have to get the extra insurance. So that was a little bit of a extra expense, but it was quite minimal. That's good. And what was the the flying like? Did you, were you able to get straight flights from, you know, I know Robin, you're in Texas and Amy's in Mass, so you certainly different experiences, but were you able to get straight flights into Turks or did you have to change and how was it getting through the airport in Turks? So I, um, I had nonstop flights both directions, which was great. Nice. Um, and you know, and it also was a little bit of a level of security to me because knowing that I was on a nonstop flight that was going, and every person on that plane had recently had a negative COVID test. So mm-hmm. you know, I almost felt safer flying there, or I did feel safer flying on that than a domestic flight where mm-hmm. that wasn't the case. Um, and, you know, and so that was very easy. We got in a little bit early, um, both on both directions. Um, and, and then going through customs after we got in was, was pretty quick. But, um, you know, I flew on JetBlue and um, it was a very good experience. 
I actually and how about you, flew. I actually flew to Fort Lauderdale and spent the night because I met a friend, and then we flew JetBlue together from Fort Lauderdale to Turks and Caicos. It was a short, about an hour and forty minute flight. Um, so that was that was really nice to have a short little flight there. There weren't any direct flights at the time from Texas. Uh, there are now. There's a, there are a lot more options now than there were back in May. Yeah, I'd expect that. It's kind of funny too because when you think about it, you get your negative COVID test, and then you fly. If you have a non, if you don't have a direct flight, now you're sitting in the airport with a bunch of other people who haven't been tested. So it is kind of one of those funny things. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Or it may not have been tested, I should say. Um, okay, so when you get to the airport, you go through customs. Um, was there a long wait to get through customs? Was it kind of crazy? What was your experience with that? I waited. So, um, when I, oh, go ahead. You go first, Robin. Oh. Uh, we waited about maybe 20, 30 minutes at the most, but we were already told um, by Amy and them, the group that went with her, to fill out everything on the plane. So we already knew to have that ready. So that's kind of what I had told my clients is, you know, this is what you're going to get on the plane. This is what you need. So that was nice because a lot of people in line were trying to fill out paperwork and it was kind of a mess. But it took us maybe 20, 30 minutes to get all the way through. It was not bad at all. And my experience was similar. It was about about 20 to 30 minutes tops to get through customs and be out the other side and um, having them tell us what taxi to head to. Um, Because they're privately owned there. Um, They don't have like a a beaches van that picks you up. Um, So they're private taxis. I guess each island has its own rules about whether they outsource, you know, and and do it or not. But um, and so they said, okay, just head down. And there was a sign actually that um, had beaches, but um, it was a private taxi that pulled up. And it ended up the lady that that my group got was um, we were with one other couple. And because there was um, three of us um, and then this other couple and they um, the lady was a uh, tour guide, too. So she actually gave us like a little mini tour. Now, one thing that I was going to mention about Turks and Caicos that is amazing is it's about maybe a 12 to 15 minute tops ride from the airport until you're at the resort. Um, So it was kind of just enough that it was, you know, she gave us a little bit, oh, look over this way, look over that way. We took her card um, to have for the future in case, you know, we would want to have her do a a driving tour of the islands. Um, But, you know, we were there super fast, just enough to to look around and feel like we saw some of it, but not very long at all. I I really liked that part. And what was your first impression of the island? My first impression of the island. I don't want to be the only one talking, yeah, but no, it's um, okay. Go ahead, Amy. <laughs> yep. And then Robin. Um, yeah. So um, uh, I thought it was beautiful. I mean, flying in the approach was stunning. Absolutely stunning. I mean, uh-huh. everybody was just gasping on the plane because either side you looked out, the water and the reefs that you could see were just spectacular. Um, the ride from the airport was more um, kind of flat. You know, we were looking out at the water, but um, the, where we were with the angle, you couldn't necessarily see the the um, crystal part of the aqua water. Um, but you know, but it was it was neat. Um, there wasn't a lot of buildings, but we saw a few little parts of a town on our way. Um, she took us a little bit farther around just to show us. She said, "Do you want to see a couple of things?" And so we did. But 
Um, you know, but like I said, the, the approach on the plane just was breathtaking. That sounds interesting. And Robin, how about your first impression? I was just shocked flying in because it's such a small airport. Like you get out on the tarmac to walk, you know, to get off the plane. So that was a shock to me because I haven't done that in years to be at a small airport like that. Um, and like Amy said, it was such a short drive. You kind of were trying to take everything in, but it's like all of a sudden you're there. And so, but mainly when you pull up to beaches, the whole resort, it's absolutely gorgeous. It is the prettiest flowers, the prettiest greenery. Everything is so well kept and so green and lush. It was beautiful. Like you felt like you were in paradise. Yeah, it looks that way on TV. That's for sure. I haven't been to Turks and Caicos yet, but no, <laughs> we need to get there. <laughs> On the list. Um, okay, so you both did a little bit of a different experience as far as your, you know, familiarization trip goes, but I definitely want to ask a little bit about your um, accommodations. Um, so tell us what type of a room you had and what your thoughts were, and we'll start with Amy. Okay, I was in the Italian village, um, and that one is um, sort of centrally located. It um, houses the most popular and boisterous of the pool areas. Um, mm. And um, we were overlooking the pool area. We had a balcony overlooking it. I was um, on the second floor and I had most of the rooms in the Italian village are kind of a family suite type situation. You walk into the room and there is a um, twin set of bunk beds and a twin trundle. And then there's a little sink area um, and it's really short because it's meant for children. So it's, you know, super low sink area, huge closet, um, and then a little desk and a um, whole lot of drawers and cubbies and things in that area, all with dark wood. And then there was a sliding door that actually did an amazing job of blocking out the sound and light from the other part of the room. And then you go into the um, corridor that has a closet and a... Um, um, a bathroom. And then you keep going down that corridor and you head to the king bedroom that also had a sleeper chair in it. And then the balcony was there. The balcony was actually quite small, comparatively speaking, considering that you could hold quite a few people in that room, you could hold up to six people. Um, you couldn't have fit more than maybe three standing on the balcony at one time. Wow. Um, so that, you know, surprised me, but I wasn't really in a position that I felt like I needed to spend a lot of time in the balcony. Um, and I was sharing the room with only um, two other people. So it wasn't a problem. Um, but I love the location being central and the room, you know, was very spacious. And um, even though it had one bathroom, it seemed to work out very well, just kind of the way it was laid out. So I was very pleased with it. Okay. And how about you, Robin? We actually stayed in a two bedroom villa in the Key West Village. It was such a cute, it looked like a cute little beach house. You walked in, um, there was a little table when we walked, when we got there, they had a little spread of fruit and drinks waiting for us, which was kind of a nice little touch. And then you went up two flights of stairs to the main level. There was a master bed, bedroom with a bath, with a tub and a balcony. And then there was a little mini kitchenette with a refrigerator and we were concierge level. And so it had, uh, they asked you what drinks you wanted. They would bring you drinks. Uh, we had soft drinks, juice, wine, beer, um, 
then they asked us later on in the week, did we want to try something else? So we tried a different kind of wine. They were very good at filling that and stocking it every day. Um, we had a little uh, dining room table and there was a little living area that had a trundle bed that pulled out. And then we had a big spacious balcony that came off the living area. And then my room was upstairs. So it was up another flight of stairs and it was a big king size bed with a bath. And then I had my own balcony up there. So it was really, really spacious for just two of us, but we enjoyed it. Uh, the balconies to sit out in the morning. That's where I sat out every morning and had a cup of juice and put my makeup on. So that was really nice to be able to sit out and, you know, you look our room, you could actually see the ocean. So you could see the palm trees blowing, see the ocean. It was just gorgeous, but it was such a cute little, it was just like a little house, <laughs> like a little apartment. Sounds amazing. Boy, it to was. have that much room to be able to spread out. And then, you know, the view of the ocean and, oh, amazing. Here we go, April. We need to get a two bedroom when we go uh, there. We do. We do. <laughs> I mean, our, our room was nice in Antigua, but that sounds much nicer. It was so um, nice. So, we were really surprised. We weren't, you know, when you go on those kind of trips, you don't know what you're going to get. And yeah. so we were like, oh, wow, a two bedroom. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, I there's know. a balcony here. Oh, here's another balcony. Oh, here's another balcony. So we had balconies with all wow. our views. <laughs> That's awesome. Amazing. Now, how was it with your arrival to the resort? Like, what was the procedure when you arrived? And what did you notice for like um, COVID precautionary procedures? Like, as far as arrival and getting into the room and that type of so we were um concierge um and so we went to the concierge lounge rather than just the main front okay. desk um and walking into that building and any other building at the time we were there um you had to have a mask on and you had to use hand sanitizer walking into it so and they were very very diligent about every gift shop every interior place including the concierge lounge that you walked into if you didn't go right towards the um hand sanitizer they would say make sure you sanitize make sure you sanitize mm -hmm. um so we went into there and then they had us um sit down at a table so instead of having to necessarily go up to the desk and stand there um like at a regular lobby check-in um we sat down at a table they served us drinks um, and they came over and said, okay, you know, welcome. They did take our bags from us as soon as we got off of the taxi and said that those would be taken to our room. Um, so there was a little bit of lag time in between when we, you know, saw our luggage before we saw it next in the room. Um, it was a couple of hours in my case. Um, and which was uh, important. I've made sure to tell clients, you know, pack your swimsuit if you want to head for the pool right away in your carry-on bag so that you um, aren't without it and waiting for it. Also, even just changing into cooler clothes. I went in March where I had to dress for the weather here before I was leaving. But once we got there, it was quite warm. So I was wanting to change things up a bit. And um, so then um, after they finished the check-in process and we made our dining reservations for the week that we were going to be there, and then they, um, the person that was helping us escorted us to our room and showed us all the features of the room and, you know, asked if we needed anything. So that's another thing you get for concierge level is that they will personally take you to the room. Um, they did have a sticker on the door that was uh, showing that the room was sanitized and that, the, you know, they sanitized it and sealed the room. Um, and then it was up to us to break the seal and head on in. Um, so we felt like, you know, they had taken the steps for that. Right. 
Robin, did you have a similar experience or anything different? It was pretty much the same. The only thing I think was really neat is when you walked in, you get out of your little, like we were in a van. And so they take your luggage, you have whatever carry on. And they gave you wet wash rags to wash your hands and then sanitize. And then they have a fruity drink that was delicious. (laughs) And so (laughs) I was thinking, we are on vacation. So that was a nice little touch. Mm Mm-hmm. But it was pretty much the yeah, they same. Did that. They did that for us when we were in Antigua. We got a drink right away. So, yeah, that's nice. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sure is. I think that's a club level thing, though. I don't know that they do that for all the different levels. Um, so, for our listeners, if you're interested in being pampered like that, it definitely is a good idea to look into club level, and you'll definitely get pampered there. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so. Just, I mean, I kind of asked because basically this is what I think of a lot of times. Um, and maybe you guys aren't as sensitive as I am to, uh, you know, bedding and, and, and how comfortable a bed is and all that stuff. But how did you find the, the beds to be? Were they comfortable? Were they not, you know, they were good, but not great. The only, well, I ended up, sorry, I was going to say, I ended up on the twin, um, one of the twin bunk beds. Um, and, I found it comfortable. I mean, it was um, a little bit of a challenge sort of getting up to it. It was a little bit high and the, the edges of the wood <laughs> to get, you know, that it, I, it's hard to describe. But, you know, as I was getting in and out of it, I was sort of hitting the wooden uh, tray that the mattress was in. Um, but um, in terms of the mattress itself and the bedding, um, I thought it was, was quite nice. Um, and, you know, I, Sean, my roommate, um, that was there, she slept in the king bed and spoke very highly of the king bed. I think it was a little bit more luxurious than my twin bunk bed. <laughs> so but, <laughs> it's okay. And how about for you, Robin? I had a nice big king bed and it was wonderful. <laughs> and a lot of times I cracked the door open so that you could hear like the waves outside and the wind. And it was, it was Mm. wonderful. The only downside was three flights of stairs. After a week, I was getting my exercise. (laughs) Did they not have elevators for there? No, not in the two bedroom villas. Okay. And it wasn't terrible, but it's just once you've had a long day and a lot of fun, (laughs) those three flights of stairs Mm -hmm. were Today's Main Streets of the World episode is proudly brought to you by Coasters and Castles Travel. Ready to bring your travel dreams to life? Look no further. Coasters and Castles Travel is your ultimate full-service agency, specializing in a wide range of travel experiences. From Disney destinations and Universal Studios parks and resorts, to cruises, ocean, river, expedition, and luxury. All-inclusive resort vacations, luxury escapes, European adventures, destination weddings, group travel, special needs travel, adult-only getaways, and of course, family adventures. Our team of expert travel advisors is here to craft the perfect journey for you. Whether you're seeking thrilling theme park experiences or luxurious cruises, every detail will be tailored to perfection. And if the world of travel planning beckons you. Coasters and Castles Travel is currently welcoming applications for travel advisors. For more details, explore www.travelcnc.com.
travelcnc.com or reach out via email at info at travelcnc.com. Now let's dive back into the excitement. Yeah, because that's important, I think, because you might have somebody like me who has trouble with stairs, you know, and going up three flights, that would kill me. Yes. <laughs> Especially in a climate like that. So, okay. Interesting. So now let's talk a little bit about dining. So the resort is an all-inclusive. So maybe you can kind of elaborate on, you know, what's included and what's not. But we'll start with Rob and what are some of the restaurants that you tried out? And then maybe Amy can hopefully you tried some different ones so you can kind of each share experiences. Or even the, just, you know, some of the menu items that you loved. The main thing I can say about beaches is when they say everything is all inclusive, they mean all inclusive. There was nothing else you had to pay extra for. When you went to a restaurant, right. whatever you wanted. When you went to get a drink, whatever you wanted. And so that was really nice to not have to worry about, you know, there's a signature restaurant, but you have to pay for it. You don't have to do that at beaches. So that was very, very nice. Their signature restaurants you have to make reservations for. So when you're concierge, they do that for you. So that was that was very nice. We just told them, you know, pick a time. We're not real picky. Um, I will say kimonos, the hibachi grill, was probably my favorite. Uh, our waiter or cook, he was amazing. He sang and danced the whole time. He had the whole place singing. It was just a lot of fun. The food was great. I'm not a huge hibachi person at all. So at first I was like, mm, I'm not sure I'm going to like this. By the end, I was wanting seconds because it was so good. Um, then okay. He brought us some kind of drinks that were really good. Um, it was just such a fun experience. And so I will say that was probably my favorite. Um, and then me being from Texas, I'm a meat and potato girl, so it doesn't take a lot to impress me. But Arizona's, we went one day for lunch and they had Mexican food and it was delicious. They had fajitas, beef, chicken, pulled pork. They had the best tortillas I've ever had. And I was really shocked because I was like, oh my gosh, this is like food from home. And so we went again at night and they had a T-bone steak that was out of this world. For me, being a Texas girl, it was delicious. So I definitely told my clients, I'm like, you've got to find this place. And so they did. And of course, they were like, oh, my gosh, you were correct. It was so good. So those were definitely my two favorites. Um, as for breakfast, uh, Mario's and Reflections were your basic buffet. But um, anywhere that has a good omelet bar, I'm not going to complain because that's my favorite. Uh, but there were just so many options. There's 21 restaurants on property. And so it's, it's endless of what you can have. And so that was hmm. what was nice is like my clients had told me they're like, there were nights we didn't want to make a reservation and we just picked a place and that's where we went. And so that, that's what I think is so nice is because sometimes on vacation, you don't want to be rushed. You don't want to have to plan so much. So that, that was definitely a win for me. I thought the food was amazing. Okay. And how and about, about you, Amy? Now, you have a little different, I know you're like me, you're a pickier eater, so I'm curious as to your opinion. I have an unrefined palate, I like to say. <laughs> well, there you go, April. That sounds good, unrefined palate. I can live with that. Yes. So um, me and my unrefined palate enjoyed it immensely. Um, you know, I was, I was traveling with some real foodies, so mm. it was great information to get and see how well the food fared for them, because I do recognize that I'm not 
the critic that some people are looking for when it comes to food. Um, one of the favorites that I liked was Barefoot by the Sea, where oh. you, you know, literally were on picnic tables in the sand, um, you know, right, um, right by the beach, uh, right on the beach. And, you know, so I really enjoyed that. The food was delicious there. We went there for lunch one day. So I was there for, um, six nights and, um, I ate at 19 of the 21 restaurants. (laughs) So, um, it was, it, it became an obsession to be able to go. And, and the two that we didn't eat at one of them was closed, um, because of the reduced capacity. Mm-hmm. And, um, and the other one we just didn't get to, it was the sushi restaurant, um, that was kind of a, more of a grab and go. And we left it for the last day and realized that it wasn't open that day. So that is one thing with the reduced capacities. I think it's changed somewhat now, but, um, not every restaurant is open every single day. So you do have to be aware of that. You don't want to leave your favorite restaurant for the last day only to discover that it's not open that day. Um, we, we really enjoyed, we were very, very close to the Mario's buffet. So we could just walk right down one flight of stairs and we were practically right there. Um, so we went there a couple of mornings and, you know, I thought it was very good. Um, I am a buffet kind of person cause I like a little bit of this and a little bit of that. So, um, and then, um, we, I also really enjoyed Bayside. That was also sort of right by, you know, the water's edge on the beach. Um, it was beautiful. I was super impressed with everything. Um, the, the steak was good. We went to the um, the French restaurant um, and had the steak there. It was delicious. The one one of them that um, I expected to like more than I did was Sky, um, but that was solely because of our timing. We got the bright idea that we were going to be there right as the sun was setting, and because it's on a rooftop overlooking the beach. Um, and unfortunately, um, at sunset time, that's the worst time for the bugs to come out. So we were being dive bombed by bugs. So it had nothing to do with the food and the view was certainly spectacular, but we weren't prepared for, for that part. The rest of the time I didn't really find, um, bugs to be much of an issue, but, um, you know, I love that most many, I should say most of the restaurants are in that right by the beach having views have outdoor dining, which was lovely, especially for COVID situations, because you didn't have to worry about being indoors with a mask up until your meal came. Um, But the beach is just, it's just stunning. That was one thing I wanted to say is that I couldn't get enough of the Grace Bay Beach. It was hands down the most beautiful, spectacular beach I've ever experienced in my life. There's a reason that it has been voted the number one beach in the world many times over. Um, It's just you, it's like not even real. <laughs> so, um, you know, I like the view with my food. Okay. Oh uh, yeah. We had, um, they had barefoot by the beach at Antigua and that was our favorite restaurant there. We oh, had yeah. a dinner, so it was really, uh, really cool to have that. So, and I want to um, add too, they had a Mac and cheese truck with, it was pretty cool. Um, they had several different options to go with the mac and cheese. They had pulled pork, they had shrimp, they had all kinds of different options. And that was kind of fun to go up to the little food truck and order you a tray of food. They also had, it was called Bobby D's, which was kind of an old timey hamburger joint with the best milkshakes. And so it was, it was fun to have so many different options that aren't just your traditional, you think, you know, the beach, seafood. So there were a lot of different options 
if you wanted casual or if you wanted to, you know, dress up for the night, Sky was, you know, a, definitely a pretty place on the rooftop. Yeah. And in addition to the mac and cheese truck, which was a ton of fun, um, also they had a um, ice cream and frozen yogurt truck right at the water park. So oh, that wow. was nice to be able to grab from there too. And the mac and cheese truck, I'm glad you mentioned that, Robin, was it, it housed one of my favorite things the entire time that I was there. And I am completely blanking out on the name of it, but there is a Bahamian um, soda that is bottled in the Bahamas. Um, and it's like a pineapple soda, but it's different than like pineapple Fanta might be. It was so delicious. It had a strange name that, like I said, is escaping me right now. But they had that kind of on tap on the outside of the mac and cheese truck. So they had, you know, you could serve yourself your own soda. Um, they weren't doing that at the time I was there, again, because of COVID. So they did get it for me, but normally. And I kept going back and back and back because I just love that um, and wanted to bottle some and bring it home. It was delicious. So I actually Googled, is it Jupina? J-U-P-I-N-A? It's not, no. Is it um, Goombe Punch? It That's is, it. yes. Thank you. It's Goombe Punch. Yep. Bahamas Goombe Punch. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So All good. Right. There so were a couple that came that up when I did that. Definitely. Um, yeah, because I'm heading to uh, Beaches Ocho Rios for one night and then over to Sandals in Ocho Rios in September. So I'll have to check a look and see what they have there. Maybe they have something like that there. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, definitely. I don't know if I would like it, but I'll try it. <laughs> if it's all inclusive, it's easy to try something because if you don't like it, you don't have to eat it. Absolutely. Not like you paid $100 for something and you have to feel like you have to eat it even though you don't like it. So, mm-hmm. um, so uh, okay. So I know you guys both had resort tours. So you toured the resorts. Um, you saw different rooms and I'm sure you saw like where the spa is and, and all of that stuff. Um was there, based on your tour and based on your experience, is there a specific village that you would recommend to your clients? I personally think it depends on the Amy. client. So Robin first. Oh, sorry. Nope. No, you're fine. Go ahead, Robin. I think it personally depends on the client. Um, I had clients and they stayed at the Italian village. They had concierge walk out straight to the beach that they absolutely loved. But the first thing they said is we're going to spend most of our time at the beach. So they wanted to be close to the beach. But I think it really depends. I mean, at first I thought that the French village was so far because if you look on the map, it's huge. But then when you get there, it's really not that big. And so I've got people that are interested in staying there because it's close to the water park. And that's another thing I'll kind of hit at the moment is they have a water park there that is included. And that is Mm -hmm. it, it was the coolest thing ever. And so I think it really depends on if, you know, what your, what your clients want to do and what they're looking for. Okay. And how about you, Amy? Yeah. So the, the villages all really had their own distinct feel. You know, there were definitely ones that were much quieter than others. Um, Some were more centrally located than others. I think each one definitely had its benefits. Um, And like Robin said, I was really surprised because I went into it expecting to be, you know, walking, 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 walking to see everything. But on my last day, because I had, 
kind of gotten the feeling on the trip, like this is really smaller than I expected it to be. It's more compact and you're able to get from one place to the other quicker. So I went, um, the longest place that you can walk from is from the left side over to the right side when you're looking at the map um, with the ocean um, in front. And it took me less than 10 minutes to walk from one end of the property to the other. I mean, I, I've been to um, resorts that I walked farther to get to the, the lobby, for, you know, than, than that. So yeah, I was really okay. surprised um, that it was as compact as it was while still having each village have its own feel to it. So that was pretty cool. They do have um, golf carts and I had a funny experience. <laughs> I felt like I was in a sitcom. So we, we were like, oh my goodness, this place is so huge. And it was the very, we had just gotten there, just gotten, uh, eaten some food, gotten unpacked. And then the first thing we were doing was a meet and greet, um, for this trip. And so it said that it was a, by the adult jacuzzi in the Caribbean village. So we thought, okay, well, we're in the Italian village, you know, and who knows how far away this, this jacuzzi is to there. So we're going to take a golf cart because we'd heard they have golf carts to take you from one place to the other. So we went into the concierge lounge at the Italian village and said we would like a golf cart to go over to the adult, adult jacuzzi in the Caribbean village. And they kind of looked at us funny, but they were like, okay, all right, we'll do that. And so we waited and we waited and then a golf cart appeared and we said to the guy, we want to go to the, the adult jacuzzi at Caribbean beach. And he kind of looked at us funny, which we should have picked up on this. So we pile into this very large golf cart and he drove around a circle that was um, the entrance of the Italian village. Um, and like, I don't know, I'm not necessarily good at judging, but it was less than a 90 second drive on there. And then he <laughs> dropped us off at the entrance to the Caribbean village because what we kind of didn't account for is that the golf carts only take you to the sort of entrances of each village. Mm. They don't go within each village. So we couldn't be taken all the way to the adult jacuzzi, which happened to be right by the beach. So that was, you know, further into it. But I mean, it was, it was like a, a Seinfeld episode or something where they dropped us off and we were like, oh, thank you. Oh, <laughs> we could have walked so quickly. <laughs> but, um, you know, from the, the Key West village over to the Caribbean or even the seaside areas. Um, yes, a, a, a golf cart would be very helpful. Um, because that, you know, can be quite a distance and they have this kind of neat tunnel, um, that gets over to the, to the Key West village. I'm not sure, Robin, if you guys went through that tunnel. We took it quite a bit <laughs> because we did a yeah, lot of, we, since we were in the Key yes, West yes. village, we did a lot of stuff in the Caribbean. And so we took it quite a bit. And it wasn't a joke of a ride. <laughs> no, <laughs> so. I'm sure they get that all the time though, because people don't know. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't. That's sure. So now what were like the activities around the resort, Robin? We can start with the water you. park um, what did you do? was amazing to me at first. When I first saw it, I'm like, oh, my gosh, they have a water park. And you're thinking they have a water park. But it was really way better than I expected. It had 10 slides. There were three, I say for adults. And so I decided I was going to go up there and try this slide. And it was kind of tall, not terrible, but that thing went fast. 
I came out and I was giggling and Chrissy was watching and she was like, you were just hauling up there. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to try the next one. Well, it went fast too. So I was like, okay, I might as well try this last one. So of course I'm with some kids and they're just like screaming and hooping and hollering and they're loving it. And I'm thinking I may be too old for this because it was kind of wild. But it was nice because they had the three bigger ones. And then there was an area for like tweens that was a nice slide, but not huge. And then they had a great play area for kids. And everything there was, uh, it was called Pirate's Cove. So everything was pirate themed. They had a pirate ship. And so the 10 slides, they had a lazy river and there were tons of floats. So you didn't have to go look for one. I mean, they were pretty much there. Everybody was so nice, you know, like helping you. Um, And then what I thought was so cool is the surf simulator. They had a surf simulator there with a guy that would help you. And I personally did not do it. I watched a while, but I had clients and they were anywhere from, I think the youngest was four and the oldest was upper 60s. They all tried it. And that was their absolute favorite. And so that's not something you get to do all the time. And so it was really nice. And they had plenty of chairs. They had little cabanas. That was all free. Um, So to be able to have your own water park is pretty cool. And then they have where Bobby D's, the restaurant is, you can go up and get milkshakes, sundaes. And then they have a little swim up bar for the kids. So the kids could swim up and order them milkshakes. They could order them specialty drinks. And the kids loved that. They were having all kinds of different stuff. And then as Amy said earlier, there's a little splash pad and there was a yogurt and ice cream little truck thing. So it it was really neat. And to have that included to me is a huge bonus because where do you go Mm -hmm. that you don't have to pay extra for that kind of stuff? Mm -hmm. And so that is, it was a lot of fun. I was really surprised. How about you, Amy? So I um, made it a personal goal of mine to try to partake in as many of the um, included activities. Um, They had glass bottom boat trips that were included. That was not an extra excursion that you paid for. So I did the glass bottom boat trip, got to see some sea turtles, um, and then did the snorkeling boat trip um, another day. You had to go sign up for those quite early. Um, when it, I think it opened at seven o'clock and you could then book it for the following day. So that was, you know, really good to know because to be able to tell clients, you know, was able to, to share with my clients and able to share with colleagues that had clients going, um, to be able to do that. So I enjoyed both of those. Um, and then I was just really impressed too, like the snorkel equipment, not only was the snorkel equipment included, um, but they, in, when I was checking it out, they said, Hey, you know, what do you want in the mood to see? And I said, Oh my gosh, I'd love to see a sea turtle. And they said, well, the best place to see sea turtles is just off our property. It's totally safe. You can take the snorkel equipment with you. You just Mm -hmm. walk down the beach. And he explained, he drew me a little picture and said, this is where you're going to want to go and swim out to this spot. And that's where they tend to be. And I got to cross something off my bucket list, which I got to swim with a sea turtle. So it was absolutely amazing. And it cost not a dime extra, you know, it wasn't an excursion. It was right off the beach. Um, And using their equipment, they have um, kayaks available, included windsurfing, um, hydro bikes, snorkeling, Hobie cats, paddle boards, 
you know, so much equipment that, you know, is just at your disposal, um, you wow. know, and that's never mind all of the, you know, tennis and um, volleyball and basketball shuffleboard. They had um, billiards and croquet, lawn chess, beach volleyball, it is soccer. I mean, it just, you certainly were not hurting for activities that would be available there. Um, they even had one day or several days by the Italian pool, which I said tended to have the most of the act, um, resort run activities. They had um, tie dye. So if you brought a white t-shirt with you, then that was completely free. You could tie dye a t-shirt or you could, I think it was less than $20. You could buy a beaches plain white t-shirt and then tie dye it. And, you know, and they had a hula hoop contest. So it was just, I was so very impressed. There's no tipping allowed except with um, the spa and also if you have a butler. But those are the only two situations where you would tip. Um, oh, and I forgot to mention about the um, the scuba diving. Um, so for people who want to scuba dive, um, you know, it's, it's a great option too because you do get um, an included dive um, when you go there. Um, hmm. We saw some of the scuba scuba boats going out so it just, uh, it was unbelievable how inclusive it was and how much was involved because I really think that people see the price and they think, oh my goodness, but when you start realizing what it includes and you're not being nickel and dimed with lots of things and you're not paying for tipping and not paying extra for top shelf liquors, if that's your thing, then it, mm-hmm. the value really is there for sure. So I'm going to ask one clarifying question before, and then we're going to do our uh, message from our sponsor. Um, but what is a Hobie cat? Um, it's like a a little windsurfing kind of boat. Oh, okay. Um, it's like I never stuff. heard that before. So. Um, so we do want to message our sponsor, which both of our lovely vacation specialists are affiliated with, and that is Coasters and Castles Travel. And we are a full service travel agency. We currently specialize in theme park vacations, ocean and river cruises, all-inclusives, which sandals and beaches falls into that category. And uh, we will be opening up uh, new specialties in January, and that will be Europe, destination weddings, and luxury travel. And if you are thinking about being a travel advisor, we are currently accepting applications just until September 30th. So you just go to our website where it says... um, which is www.travelcnc.com. You'll click on the About Us page and then click on Join Us, and then there'll be links from there for you to go. Um, and we do want to mention that if you are interested in working with one of our vacation specialists, you can either go to our website, which is, again, www.travelcnc.com, and click on the Get Started Planning Now button. And then you can. Um, choose either choose one of our lovely specialists or you can choose for us to select one for you and then we will go ahead and uh, do that and uh, we'll match you up with somebody who will be able to get right to you and get you started with your planning Um, you can also call us at 844-422-8785 or you can email us at info at travelcnc.com so now back to the show um, so I'm going to start uh, this time with Amy. Um, Amy, what is what was your favorite thing at Beaches? And I know that's not going to be an easy thing to do, but to, to choose. But what was your favorite thing, whether it be restaurant, whether it be activities, whether it be rooms or 
a drink was your favorite? Oh, well, uh, can I say two things? <laughs> so sure. my, my favorite thing um, that came to mind first was the beach. It was just so stunning. I loved, you know, being in the water and, and looking at it. Um, but when you said about a drink, um, I found a drink that um, I had tried called a hummingbird. Um, I'd been told by a friend, oh, you should try this. I know you don't usually drink drinks with alcohol. I just don't happen to like the taste. And I tried it and it was good, but I felt like it would be better without alcohol. So I asked them if there was a non-alcoholic version of the drink. And the bartender said, yes, it's called the Mickey Mouse. Oh, <laughs> that's perfect. So I was like, well, this was meant to be. Mm-hmm. So the Mickey Mouse is my favorite drink there. But that's kind of apropos. What's in it? Um, it's, uh, it's like um, sort of p- uh, part pina colada, but also with some banana in it. Um, Interesting. And I can't remember exactly what else. There was some another ingredient, but it was, it's the, it's a non-alcoholic version of the hummingbird, I think. I should look up what the hummingbird has in it, but yeah, I know there's banana and then pina colada. And Robin, how about you? What was your favorite thing there? Well, nothing beats a pina colada and your toes in the sand. Nothing. And that was the prettiest water I've ever seen. Like it, you felt like you were in a movie because it was so pretty. I would post pictures and people are like, is that Photoshopped? No, it's not Photoshopped. Like this is for real. (laughs) And I do want to say uh, one of my favorite parts, which I'm a I'm a picture girl. So one of the things that I think that is really neat that they include is they give you a free 20 minute photo session. Well, of course, your photos are not free because once you see them, you're going to buy them all because they are so good. And so we scheduled our photo session and Chrissy was tied up doing some stuff. And so I went and met our photographer, Martin. He was phenomenal. I cannot recommend Martin enough to anybody. He did my clients and they thought he was the best thing ever. So as we come up, he, you know, asked, and of course I'm by myself. You see all these families and screaming kids. And I'm thinking, oh, this is nice. Just me. And I'm, I'm pretty photogenic and I love pictures. So I was like, okay, this is fun. And then he's like, you look like you need a drink in your hand. So I'm like, well, sure. I mean, if you're getting one. (laughs) So as I'm walking with a pina colada, with my, you know, just walking, kicking water, taking pictures. I'm thinking this is the life. Like it was just so surreal and so beautiful. And so then, of course, when you see your pictures, you have to buy them. So I will say that is one of the only things I spent money on was the photo package because, it, it looks like a postcard. I mean, it doesn't look real. It is so pretty. But he made it fun. My clients that went, um, the men, of course, were not excited. And I told him, I said, you know, just tell the men this is what they're going to do. Then they can go on their fishing trip. They'll be fine. They ended up loving it because Martin was so great. He brought them drinks. So they thought it was wonderful. I said, how many times do you get your Christmas card photos taken and you get to have a drink in the water with this gorgeous background? And so that's the only thing I will tell people is you're going to buy the pictures. I mean, they are a little pricey, but it's a once in a lifetime deal. And you can use them for everything. I mean, my clients are like, these are our Christmas pictures for this year. It's done. So that is the only thing um, that I tell people that you you have to pay for. And if you're not a picture person, then you don't have to pay for them. But it is nice that you get the free 20-minute session per room. 
So like my clients had four rooms, so they got 20 minutes each. They didn't use it all, but it was nice to have that time and not be rushed. But the photos are just amazing. That's awesome. Yeah, we didn't do any photos when we went to Antigua, but uh, I don't know if they had a similar offering or not. They did. Yeah, they had the did same they? thing. Yeah. Oh, like Robin said, if they give you the yeah. photo session, they want you to You're be able buy to pictures. buy it. Yeah. yeah. I'm a sucker for some pictures, though, so I didn't care if it was just me. <laughs> <laughs> now, did Chrissy have one, dude, too? Yes. She ended up coming a little later, um, and we took a couple together just for fun, um, and then she took some, and then she also had booked a photo package, which it, there is a fee for it, with the Sesame Street characters. And so yeah. that is one thing that the Sesame Street characters are the official character of the Beaches Resorts. So you do see them walking around periodically. They have a fabulous kids club. Um, They have babysitting nannies for all ages. That's one thing that was kind of nice when we were there being travel agents. You can, you know, talk to people and ask them, you know, hey, you know, have you been here before? Will you come back? Why are you here? And everybody there said that that was the best thing, that their kids were having so much fun. And it was kids of all ages. You would see little kids. You would see teenagers. And so it really is a family-friendly place and so safe. I mean, I don't, I never felt unsafe and I was by myself a lot. So that to me was, that's a seller for my clients too. Yeah. And I thought what's interesting too, is that, you know, it's extremely family-friendly, but I also saw a ton of adult groups that were there, you know, girls trips and, you know, things like that. So um, it really can appeal to multi-generational families, but also to just all adult groups that come because it, it lends itself to that because of the room setups, because you can fit more than, you know, just a couple in the room. Um, and there were definitely places on the resort that you could go and not feel like you were surrounded by other people's children. Um, so, you know, it was, it was a nice combination. Yes. And I did they I have found- security around? Oh, oh sorry. No, no, go ahead. I found that most of the kids were so busy with the kids clubs and doing their own thing. There was a lot of times you didn't see a whole lot of kids. And at the Mm -hmm. quiet pools, you really didn't see kids. So it it is family friendly, but I'm like, Amy, there are, there were times we never saw kids and never realized that it was a kid friendly place. Hmm. And yes, there were security. There were security riding bikes around. There were security walking around. Um, it, it was just very, very secure, I felt like. And I liked also that there was enough to do there. You didn't leave the, re- you didn't have to leave the resort. You have everything you need there. Except sea turtles. So that's why I left. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I walked, I walked just off to get to see the sea turtles, but it was oh. great because I've been at other all-inclusives where you don't walk off the property. You know, yeah. it, it, that's not a safe situation. Yeah. Um, this I felt completely safe walking, you know, off and away from the security guards. Um, You know, they were down by the beach. Like, it didn't feel like police per se, but it was nice knowing there. And I think they kind of, there were some, um, because it is a public beach. So there were some um, vendors that were on the beach selling everything from, you know, beating your hair to, you know, conch shells or other things. But they, they would ask you, but then they would stop. And I think part of it was I could see that the um, security people that were waiting, they almost seemed like lifeguards, but then you realize they were security (laughs) and they were kind of just, you know, making eye contact like, okay, don't be too persistent, you know, ask, but move on. 
um, you know, and I, I, I even bought um, a couple of bracelets for my daughters from one of the local vendors, you know, I appreciated being able to um, support them, um, you know, and I appreciated that they weren't um, too persistent or, you know, um, stressed me out with being too pushy. So well, that's good. Mm -hmm. I will say so, I did. Um, oh, sorry. No, go ahead. I will say You're that fine. I go did ahead. go to the spa. I got a hot stone massage and it was absolutely amazing. Um, I don't, uh, I don't normally do that kind of stuff. So since I was on vacation, I thought, why not? Um, just to check research. it out. It was amazing. <laughs> and so had I not gone to the spa and had to buy photos, I wouldn't have spent any money while I was there. So to me, that, that is what you consider an all inclusive vacation. You're not tipping, you're not having to pay extra for, you know, fancy drinks, fancy restaurants fancy ice cream, stuff like that. Everything is included. And that to me is huge. It is nice to not have to think about those things. It really is. Um, I mean, just some of the places it's like, I don't carry cash normally. So every time we go somewhere, I have to go get cash for tips. Cause it's like, I don't think about that stuff. I don't, I don't never use cash at home. So it's kind of a weird scenario. Um, I was gonna. I forgot the question I was gonna ask. April, go ahead with your next one because I can't think of what it was. Okay, so they've answered a couple of my questions, but what about were you able to drink the water on property, or did you have to watch what you were drinking? Um, I drank the water on property, and I—that's mostly what I drank, and I had no problem at all. Good. We had bottles of water in our fridge from Concierge. Um, they filled it up with water and soft drinks, juice, wine, beer, and we drank bottled water the whole time, and then. Were you able to drink things with ice in it, though? Oh, yeah. Okay. Pina yeah, coladas that's and amaretto sours. <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. They had soft drinks at all the restaurants. So we had soft drinks. Um, and like I said, pina coladas and amaretto sours, you can't go wrong. Or Mickey Mouse. <laughs> or Mickey Mouse. <laughs> oh, I know what I was going to say. It wasn't a question yesterday, but just kind of commenting about the fact that you can snorkel right from the beach. Um, that would be right at Apple's size. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because we tried to go snorkeling from Antigua and the water was too rough for her and you literally had to jump off the boat. Oh, which I... And that was not something that she was comfortable with. And honestly, it had a pretty good, um, not undertow per se, but there was a pretty good... Um, current? Current, yeah. So um, she would have had a hard time with that. But to be able to do it right from the beach, that would really be something that would be, you know, great for her, um, you know, as you know, somebody who is not as comfortable in the water as, as I might be. Um, so yeah, I'd love that. That's and, and for her to see sea turtles, oh my gosh, she would. I'd be in heaven. I'd be right there with you just to walk out in the water, duck my head in. and. Yep. It, I will say, um, just so that I don't set you up for expecting something that's different than it was. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't walk and duck my head in while standing. Yeah, no, I expect you, you know, had to go see. out. <laughs> yeah, okay. we definitely we did. And sure. one of the people in our group, you know, was like, I am not okay with this. Like, we might not come back alive, you know, because we went very far out. It was about 30 oh. feet deep. Um, and there was oh, a, okay. quite a strong undertow. Um, so it was some Olympic swimming involved oh, but i wouldn't have been able to do that that definitely would have been me it wouldn't have been but so what i could have done that would have made the experience extremely different and i need i need to recommend to everyone that tries it is 
in addition to bringing the snorkel equipment, bring the um, very available life vest. (laughs) Because if I'd had that, it would have been a whole different thing. Um, But that would have made a big difference. Um, But I did not think to bring that because I didn't quite realize how far out we were going. But it was worth it still. Yeah, but it's still yeah. not jumping off of a boat. That was her thing. Was correct. Yeah, no, I didn't like that. But but mm-hmm. I would I would be nervous with water that deep. Just go with me. It wasn't thirty five okay. feet deep. It was just like thirty five feet out into the water, right? No, it was thirty feet deep. No, oh, she's okay. saying deep. Okay. Yep, it was so thirty feet deep. Um, but you know, I'll, I'll take you out. Okay. All right. <laughs> I would trust you. And the sea sea turtles, I would I would definitely want to try it. Yeah. Well, so I'm like, you made buoy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. True. Just hold on to me because I don't sink. So, <laughs> true story. <laughs> no, it's really true. I don't sink. April can attest to that. Yeah. Yeah. I mm-hmm. can literally go in 50 feet of water and not move my arms or my legs, and I just bob like a buoy. So, extremely buoyant. It's a family thing. <laughs> so, um, so, what are some first time tips for someone visiting a beaches resort or going to Turks and Caicos? That's a good question. Um, I would say, make sure that you um, get the reservations for your dinners, you know, plan things out um, that first day so -hmm. that you can visit the things that you want to. And then also be there at 7am to book the excursions um, Mm. so that they don't book up and that you can be part of part of that. Robin, what do you have for that? Um, First of all, I would just want to say definitely know what you have to do to get in and out of the country. Know what the protocols are, know what's going Mm -hmm. on because it changes so often. And that would be my number one thing to say. Once you get there, you forget about the real world because you're on vacation and just enjoy it. I mean, just sit on the beach and watch the sunset and enjoy it because it is gorgeous. And we didn't get to it, but they do have nightly entertainment every night. They have Mm. some kind of party, something going on. So they do have a lot of activities. Um, It was kind of neat because we had a meeting one night, a get together. So it was a little later and we just, a couple of us decided, hey, let's go sit and chat. And they have so many different little areas to sit in, little couches, little chairs. Um, They have little fire pits periodically in little places to sit and there was a guy playing a guitar so we went and sat and listened to him and it it was just a lot of neat little places to kind of get away to visit to people watch people were so friendly um we sat in two rocking chairs one night and talked to nearly everybody that went by (laughs) that is up my alley and so i would say that's not like you i mean just enjoy it you're on vacation i i mean i my clients cannot they're ready to go back. I'm ready to go back. Like it is, it is probably one of the best vacations I've ever been on. Wow. Wow. Well, I, I totally stuff. agree. Yep. Mm-hmm. I totally agree. It was my favorite destination I've, I've ever been to. Even beyond Disney. I mean, it's so different. It's, you know, apples to oranges, but <laughs> yes, it was, I, I cannot wait to go back. It's just so relaxing, but yet there's so much you can do. You can relax as much as you want, or you can do as much as you want. So this is kind of just kind of doing a description, I guess, because we talk a lot about ideal clients. Um, who is like of your clients type thing? You don't have to give names or anything like that. But what is the type of client that you would recommend this to? 
Um, if maybe they're saying, you know, I know you both have a lot of Disney clients. They're saying, you know what, this year we want to do something a little different. Um, so thinking about that, what type of clients do you say, this is definitely going to be great for you? Everyone. Uh, there's no um, one. I was going to say the same. There's no one. That I would say not to go there. Um, when I was there, uh, they are an autism friendly resort. So that is nice. Mm. Um, they are working with. I don't know how to say this. I-C-B-B-E-C-S. That's that one. The hearing impaired. What is that? Oh, no, no. I don't know what that is. I was thinking about the autism one. (laughs) Going through her book. And while you're looking, I can go ahead and say, I mean, I agree. I, before I went to it, I thought, you know, this is for um, a higher end client. Um, you know, somebody that is, you know, deluxe resort type of guest. Mm-hmm. Um, but honestly, I, I realized that it's an anybody one. And I have booked some people that, you know, book value resorts at other destinations. And we found them a time of year that was uh, because the pricing varies widely. So you, you know, you look at a vacation week. Yes, the pricing can be very high. But that same room can be half the price or less at a different time. So find them the time that hopefully they can go. And, um, you know, it's it's an everybody resort. And we I noticed that while we were there, you know, you didn't look around and see sort of one type of vacationer that was there. There was the active ones. There were the ones that just wanted to relax. There was the ones that probably came, you know, from um, higher income bracket and some that came from, you know, a different income bracket. Really, it was amazing to see how it was just an everybody place. Yes, it really is for everyone. I mean, you've got 14 bars. If people are into the nightlife, you've got 21 restaurants. If people are foodies, the food, like I said, was phenomenal. You've got activities for the people that want something, you know, something to do. You've got activities for the kids. You've got certified nannies. So if you've got babies, you can send the babies to the nanny while you go have to supper. I mean, there's really something, the the kids and teens programs, there's really so much for everyone. And like Amy said, I mean, when you get to looking at the prices though, this is what I've told my clients even if you go somewhere for the weekend to the closest city near you, do you add up every dollar you spend? Probably not. But if people start doing that, you're going to see you spend a lot more money than you think. So when you can go somewhere mm-hmm. like this and it is literally all inclusive and you don't have to spend any more money, that's a game changer. I mean, I've had clients that are like, oh, I don't know that I can afford it. And then they're like, oh, wow, that's really not that bad. So, I mean, I, I think it's for everyone. I think it's for all ages. We did have in our group, um, there was a girl that was wheelchair bound and it is, it is a wheelchair friendly resort and she taught us a lot. Um, so yeah, I mean, it, it's for everyone. Well, I like hearing that. <laughs> yeah. I think really when you break it down, all these things that you're saying like, oh, this is included, this is included, this is included. You know, that's not something you realize on face value when you look at the price. You know, you could get a sticker shock for some of those higher times of the year. But then when you break it down to figure, you know, all these things you're not paying, you're not paying the tips, you're not renting snorkeling equipment, you know, just all these things. Yeah. I mean, the food to be able to eat like that and not have to worry about like, oh, let's let's just get the hamburger. Let's not get the steak. Um, That's huge. 
Let's get the chicken fingers. Chicken well, and like fingers. my clients, they had so many kids and they were like, it was nice because the kids got to go have any kind of drink they wanted. You know, they had some kind yeah. of unicorn drink that was really popular with the little girls. And so, I mean, you're not going to, when you're on vacation, you tend to spend more money on frivolous stuff. I get that. But it's nice mm-hmm. to not have to say, you need to drink all that because I just paid for it. It's like, it doesn't matter. Go get another one. You know, ice cream. Ice cream's a big deal. I know people ask me, what's the difference in an all-inclusive and a cruise? And I said, a lot. I said, because the cruises that I've been on, they have the fancy ice cream shops. Well, it's extra. They have fancy restaurants. It's extra. They have, you know, alcohol, you know, fancy alcohol. It's extra. That's what's nice about beaches is it's included. Exactly. I found that, you know, obviously right now with with cruising having been not an option for a while, this was a a great option for my cruise clients. Um, And I should have said that in terms of, you know, what's your target one? This is like a cruise, but on land. Um, And it's great because if there's a family member that tends to get seasick, you don't have to worry about that piece. Um, And, you know, even the snorkel equipment, you know, when I've gone on cruises and we've gone to a private island, I've had to pay for the snorkel equipment even. Um, And you pay the gratuities to your, to the, the staff on board the ship. And with this, you don't pay the gratuities and you pay to get to the port. You don't have to pay to get to the, the you know, resort. Yeah. So it just, it really was amazing how it took something that I had previously looked at some cruises as being quite all-inclusive and realized that they were not. This is the ultra all-inclusive as they call it. Yep, definitely. Another thing I want to um, add is butler service. Butler service is top of the line. That's going to be, I mean... It is pretty neat. You have a butler assigned to you that if you decide you want sushi, your butler goes and gets you sushi. If you want a drink, your butler goes and gets you a drink. They have a cabana for you at the pool. You tell them where you want, which day. They've got it for you. They've got you the little covered chairs by the beach. I mean, the butlers are, are, are pretty cool. That is definitely something that if, if you're interested in the, a, a few of the finer things, a butler is definitely the way to go. But those rooms are very limited. No, they're definitely exclusive. Um, and I do know that they are going to be opening um, two more beaches. Uh, one is going to be at Dunn's River. It is the former Jewel Resort. So they're redoing that whole thing. Um, and I, in I Jamaica. Wanted, and that's in Jamaica, yes. And I forget exactly when they're opening that. And they announced that it was another beaches that's opening. They don't have an opening date on that one yet. And, and I don't remember where it was. Um, do you remember April? I'm trying to think and I'm not remembering. We went to a Sandals event uh, last night. Let me see if I can look it up here. Um, but so there's going to be two new ones coming, which is going to be great because there aren't a ton of beaches resorts right now. Um, St. Vincent, maybe? Yes, that's it. That's it, April. St. Vincent. So there's going to be uh, beaches coming on St. Vincent, which is fabulous. So I'm so excited to see that they will be um, two more of these resorts. Because right now there's five, I believe. Or is it four? There's three. Three. There's three. <laughs> and another thing, I'm, be thinking. Another mm-hmm. thing that I think is so great about Turks and Caicos is the flight is lo- shorter than two hours. You have a short flight and a 15-minute ride from the airport. That is a game changer mm-hmm. for a lot of people because that's time is money. You're paying for it. Well, it's also having kids on a plane too. <laughs> yes. 
you know, the shorter the ride is you have your kids on the plane, the better. Yes. I mean, it's probably a little bit longer from up here, but, um, yeah, but it still wasn't bad at all. You know, um, that's going to be one of the things I, I saw about it. Um, beaches coming to St. Vincent's and I was, um, a little sad to see that's going to be a lengthier plane ride for sure. Just like yeah. I know when I went to Barbados, that was a lot more of a hike, <laughs> um, to get there, but, um, just the plane ride itself. So just a little tip based on COVID stuff right now. If you are thinking of going to one of the beaches or even a sandals resort, please make sure your passport is up to date and does not expire within six months of your travel date. Cause that is going to be an important thing. And right now, uh, passport renewals are running quite a while. Uh, I've heard of a few people who have been able to do an expedited one and get it pretty quickly, but I wouldn't count on that. So just make sure you do have that. Um, any other last minute things you guys, we didn't ask about? I don't think so. Um, I, I don't think so. Okay, perfect. Uh, well, we do want to thank you ladies for coming back on again. Um, hopefully the next time you do another fam, we can have you come back or you can come back anytime. You're more than welcome to. Um, we always loved chatting with some of our agents and our advisors, I should say. And because uh, honestly, they work really hard for their clients. Both mm-hmm. these ladies do. Um, and they've been really good uh, reviews from their clients. So especially if you're thinking about doing, you know, beaches, uh, both of these ladies have been and they can certainly help you. So again, we have Amy Flanagan. And if you were to go on our website, she does have a nice little picture there. You can actually just click on the little email link and it will bring you right to her. You can even do through the join us. Uh, I'm mean, not the join us, the um, get started planning. Now you can choose her name. And Robin also has a nice little picture on the website and you can choose to click directly with her. And, um, and uh, as well, when you do the get started planning now, she is in our list of advisors. So please give us a rating if you are listening to us on an Apple podcast, because we'd love to have those five stars. And uh, next week we will be talking about Boobash. So April went to Boobash and she's going to share that information. Um, but I think that's about it for tonight. And we wish you all a good night. And that wraps up another exciting episode of the Main Street to the World podcast, your gateway to the wonders of travel. We hope you've enjoyed this exploration of new destinations and unique experiences. If you're ready to embark on your own unforgettable journey, remember that Coasts and Castles Travel is here to make your dreams And that wraps up another exciting episode of the Main Street to the World podcast, your gateway to the wonders of travel. We hope you've enjoyed this exploration of new destinations and unique experiences. If you're ready to embark on your own unforgettable journey, remember that Coasts and Castles Travel is here to make your travel dreams a reality. Whether you're seeking the magic of theme parks, the luxury of exotic getaways, or the thrill of cruising, our expert team has you covered. Visit our website at www.travelcnc.com to discover a world of travel possibilities. Make sure to subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode filled with travel tips, destination highlights, and inspiring stories. Feel free to connect with us on social media. We're under Main Street to the World on both Facebook and Instagram.
And that wraps up another exciting episode of the Main Street to the World podcast, your gateway to the wonders of travel. We hope you've enjoyed this exploration of new destinations and unique experiences. And this sucks. And that wraps up another exciting episode of the Main Street to the World podcast, your gateway to the wonders of travel. We, we hope that you've enjoyed this exploration of new destinations and unique experiences. April, Whitney, and I certainly thank you for listening today. If you're ready to embark on your own unforgettable journey, remember that Coasts and Castles Travel is here to make your travel dreams a reality. Whether you're seeking the magic of theme parks, the luxury of exotic getaways, or the thrill of cruising, our expert team has you covered. Visit our website at www.travelcnc.com to discover a world of travel possibilities. Make sure to subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode filled with travel tips, destination highlights, and inspiring stories. Feel free to connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at Main Street to the World to share your thoughts, experiences, and suggestions for future episodes. Thank you for tuning in to Main Street to the World. Until next time, keep exploring, keep adventuring, and keep making memories all around this incredible planet of ours. Safe travels, all!